Yeah, I'm tryna go down, down as a grave. Every night I get on my knees and pray that I will go down. Yeah, I will go down. Yeah. Legendary moves, leader of my crew. Heavy is the head that wear the crown. That shit true. Do it like Nip Hustle. That's to fill some big shows. And what good is it? Hey, you heard Nip? What good are excuses when the fucking wrench do? It's your boy Big, man. We back here live and direct. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Wherever you tuning in, however you tuning in, it's the BTSE 365 podcast. You dig? So, normally I'm starting off with one of the major sports, you know, NFL, NBA, even MLB, college basketball, some stuff like that, you know. But over the weekend, there was the Kentucky Derby. You know, the women had their big hats out and a lot of famous people and other athletes. I saw Tom Brady and Amendola bidding 100000 on some type of throw out there. Uh, Jimmy G was out there, too. It was a lot of celebrities, man, a lot of athletes. This weekend was the Kentucky Derby. That's right. The, the biggest horse race in America, probably the world. I don't know. But, uh, of course, I didn't watch it because I don't want to watch the Kentucky Derby until I have enough money to purchase my own horse. You hear me? Like, let me say it again. To purchase my own horse. I don't want to see horses racing until I can have my own horse. I ain't going to ride that bitch. I just want to have a horse so I can say, yeah, I got enough money to buy me a horse. And made some more money because I bought that horse and that horse made me more money. You hear me? Do you underdig what I'm saying right now? But anyway, I digress. Now, like Nip said at the end of that at the end of that little intro, what good are excuses when the fucking rents do? What good are excuses? Some of y'all listening probably know what excuses are. What are excuses? Hmm? Some of y'all can answer that question just like that. But I ain't gonna get into all that today. So the Kentucky Derby cost betters, gamblers, who don't care a lick for these excuses. Over $10 million. No, I'm sorry. nine At least $9 million in bets. So, now, now I'm, I'm getting my information from foxbusiness.com. So, this is what happened. So, if you paid attention or care at all, the horse Maximum Security, that's his name. Y'all know these horses be having some ignorant-ass names. Maximum Security was his name. And he won the race up until he got disqualified for interfering with the path of another horse. Now, according to Fox Business, gamblers placed $6.2 million on maximum security to win the race. And then it was even $1.5 million on the horse to at least place or finish second. And almost $1.3 million to show or finish third, according to Twin Spires. That's an online betting partner for Churchill Downs. As a result, the outright disqualification cost betters at least $9 million. And Twin Spires said <laughs> it was go refund up to $10 to betters. $10, not, not $10 million, not $10,000, $10. Total winnings on maximum security, if he would have won, would have paid out $42 million and could have been much more. Now, that I get those numbers coming from Action Network. That's what Action Network reported. 
Twin Inspires, <laughs> their Twitter said, we're giving a refund on maximum security bets up to $10 in the Kentucky Derby. So he was disqualified. Now, the, the owner, uh, the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission got a uh, appeal filed by Gary West, who's the owner of Maximum Security. They instantly denied his request. So he said he's not participating in the Preakness. And, yeah, I mean, the betting on the Kentucky Derby this year increased to $165 million, like 10% from last year. Total bets the entire weekend of the race, 11% to $250.9 million. That's a lot of money on some horses, man. I'm trying to get me a horse, get that motherfucker trained so we can get out there in the Derby. Hell, shit, hell. I'm trying to be out there at the Derby with my horse, not watching nobody else's horse, betting on nobody else's horse. That's a lot of money for some horse racing. And this was the first time in Derby history. You hear me? No, no, no. The first time in Derby history that a horse got disqualified, and it was the winner. Ooh, we don't get no worse than that. I know that hurt. I know that hurt. That horse should have been named, uh, shit, minimum security. <laughs> Anti-security. Ain't no security, bitch. That's his, that's his name. Maximum security, my ass. El Chapo would have got out of that. That's maximum security. Shit. No security. Social security. Motherfucking, uh, national security. Anywho. Anywho, moving on. I just had to start the show with that because that was... Damn ridiculous. This horse got disqualified for interfering with the pad. Now, I ain't watch it. I'm just keeping 1,000. I ain't watch it. But whew, feel sorry for those who bet. Always bet on black. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm going to get into it right now, though. I'm going I'm to go on and hit you with these NBA playoff talks because it's been a damn good NBA playoffs. A lot of people were... Curious as to how it would be. No LeBron James in the NBA playoffs this year. For the first time in, what, 13, 14 years, damn near probably. What are we going to do? How is it going to look? It looked pretty good to me. I ain't going to even flaws. It, it looks damn entertaining to me. So, you know, it is what it is. Now, last night, so y'all tuning in now, you're going you gonna to catch this during the, the – Warriors game, more than likely during the broadcast of the Warriors game or during the broadcast of the Boston Celtics game. But last night, the Portland Trailblazers, they played a hell of a game. Played a hell of a game. They fought hard. Valiant effort. But they came up short at home against Denver. That damn Jamal Murray did his thing last night. I can't deny him. He did his thing. He put up some great numbers, good shots, some lucky shots, but sometimes you'd rather be lucky than good. The Joker, he the real deal. He the real deal. He got away with an offensive foul on old, uh, Collins towards the end of the fourth quarter, but it is what it is. Scott Foster didn't see that one, but he saw all the other stuff. But anywho, Jamal Murray came up big. He was six for six down the stretch on those free throws, ice water in his veins. C.J. McCollum played big for the for the Trailblazers. Shout out to my guy caught in the mall with the, with his Rip City jersey on, ripping Portland yesterday. 
shout out. He was the only Portland fan I'd ever seen in Tennessee other than myself. Only one. But C.J. McCollum stepped up, played big again. Put the team on his back again. Seth Curry playing better than Steph. Right now, I mean, he is. It's just the truth. He's play, playing better than Steph right now. But Damian Lillard, for all the praise, all the glory, all the Yahoo, whatever. Hey, bro, you got to step it up now. This this it right here. You trying to make it to the Western Conference Finals? You want to make sure your name is cemented in NBA history? You got to keep playing good, great, not good, but great basketball. I remember. I mean, it's just it's just the facts of the matter. You got to keep playing great basketball. You hit the shot over Westbrook, them cool. Game one, you dropped thirty, but we lost. Game two and three, you did a little bit better, but uh, shot still a little off. You went five for seventeen in one of those games, and we won. Cool. CJ doing his thing. You got to be more consistent. My man went seven for ten yesterday. Now, some people say, man, seventy percent. But, yeah, he missed three of those, two of those, really, real late. Clutch. He went one for two late in the fourth quarter. They could have put us down by two. No, down by one. It was a three-point game, and he missed one. So, all Jamal Murray had to do was keep knocking them down. Keep knocking them down. Because Will Barton hit a, man, he hit a couple of threes late in the game. I said, damn, Will. Damn it, Will. <laughs> Stop it. Just quit doing us like you're doing us. We know we got rid of you a couple years ago, a few years ago. Damn. Chill out. Chill out. But now the series tied 2-2. It's going back to Denver. Hostile environment. We both won games on the other team, home court. So we're going to see how this turn out, man. I'm... I'm ever optimistic, you know. I'm ever optimistic. I think Dame Shot going to wake up in the next game. I still got Portland winning it in six. But, you know, we we need Damian Lillard to be Damian Lillard the whole game. Don't give us ten points in the fourth quarter after only giving us six or seven in the first three. Eight in the first three. No, we got to be more consistent. Them turnovers, man. Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. My goodness. That was a lot of turnovers. In the third quarter alone, Denver scored nine points off of, I mean, yeah, they scored nine points off of six turnovers. Can't have it. Just can't have it. Can't win with it. Can't coach it. Just can't do it. <laughs> oh, well. Live for another one. Now, speaking of Seth Curry playing better than Steph, what done happened to the boy, man? Like, somebody somebody help me out there. If you listening and you you on social media, get at me on IG or Twitter. At BTSE underscore 365. I just got to know, like, what's really going on with Stephen Curry? Like, the boy always just start missing when it comes to playoff time. Is his ankle messed up again? Or what, what is it? He got his look, Steph versus the game on Facebook. Okay, that's cool. But three championships. KD came in and got two of them MVPs. 
Now, he could have been the MVP in the first one. That's debatable. But the last two? Hmm. Hmm. That's, that's tough. Now, Houston win, won that game by the skin of their teeth now. But they at home again. James Harden out here looking like the Terminator with this effed up eye. And he ready to work. Chris Paul still ain't doing nothing. He looked like he about fought out there now. He letting a Doc's kid play big minutes. Big, big minutes. Knocked down a few big threes. Looked like that three he hit against Carolina back when he was at Duke. Ooh, that hurt me just to say that. Whew. Damn. Iman Shumper, big time. Came up with some big time plays, big time shots. So, it's barbecue and mildew time stuff. Like, what, what what the business is? Where your head at? Now, Clay might be up and down on his offense, but he playing damn good defense. Damn good defense. He tied up Chris Paul in the game the other night for that jump ball late in the game. Now, I was watching uh, Skip and Shannon, and they pointed out somewhere on the jump ball, Chris Paul clearly kicked Steph, I mean, uh, Clay Thompson. Clearly he kicked him. Ref didn't call nothing. And they asked, was he a dirty player? Chris Paul about as dirty as they come on that court. It just is what it is. He's small. He got that little man syndrome, overcompensating. He always mad about something out there. He feel like he got something to prove. And he he played dirty. Like other players ain't saying it, but he played dirty. He's just a star. So since he's a star player, ain't nobody really calling him dirty, but he dirty. If Patrick Beverly did all of that, ah, oh, he'd be dirty. Remember they used to call, try to call Bruce Bowen dirty or something like that. Like, come on, bro. Chris Paul is one of the dirtiest star players in the game. But nobody's going to call him out. Nobody. Now, is Steph, let me get back on Steph real quick. Because I don't know what's wrong with light-skinned dude, man. It's like... He getting in foul trouble early. It's like he getting in foul trouble on purpose. He seemed uninterested. Like he just don't feel like playing no more. Is he just unencouraged? What the problem is? Do somebody need to hug Steph? Aisha need to give him some or something. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. Is he frustrated with KD? Is he is he frustrated with his role on the team? That's what the you know that's what the the media pundits out there would have you think. Oh, he's he's mad about his role with the team. It seems like KD is doing this and KD is doing it. No, Steve Kersey, man, I got this seven foot sniper. Probably until the end, until this this thing over with. When it's over with, eighty five percent chance he gone. 85% chance. I mean, it's been talked about all year. 85% chance that he out of there. We're going to ride this motherfucker till the wheels fall off. He dropping 40, 41, 46, 38, 35. Like, he looking like LeBron was last year in the playoffs. Like, for real. He just coming out there and he putting up these just, man, double dribble numbers. Some of y'all might be too young to remember that basketball game on the Nintendo, but Google double dribble. You got Google now, just double dribble. Remember that. But he putting up double dribble numbers, like stupid numbers, stupid numbers. So, 
give them the ball. <laughs> like, give them the ball and move and let them make a play. So tonight we're going to see which Steph we're going to get. We're going to get Wardell. We're going to get Steph or Stephen. I don't know who we getting tonight. Chef Curry. Who we getting tonight? Because I, for one, think the Warriors in six. I said that against anybody. Even when Portland meet them in the in the Western Conference Finals. I'm a, I'm a Trailblazer fan, but I'm a realist. Even though if Portland clicking on all cylinders, I don't know now. If the Clippers can win two games, Portland damn sure can win two and maybe even four. Y'all like the dramatic pause. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Boy, boy. Maybe even four. So, we shall see. Western Conference playoffs is in full effect. Full effect. Look, I got to take a quick, quick break. little word from one of our sponsors, man. And when I come back, speaking of the Western Conference, we're going to talk about a little bit of this LeBron James, Magic Johnson, Lonzo Ball, even, quote-unquote, beef. <laughs> Air quotes, beef. All of that, when we get back on the BTSE 365 podcast, you dig. What's up, world? What's up, world? Hey, are you tired of seeing the same old billboards on the side of the road when you're driving up and down the interstate? I know I am. But if you're looking for a new wave to get your message across out there in the world, holler at my people over at Upkeep Ads. That's right, Upkeep Ads offers advertising in a versatile format. Their mobile digital billboard is not only used as an effective way for outdoor advertising, but it's also portable. Yeah, you can take it inside to use it for messages at conferences or events to stream content indoors as well. It's great for outdoor advertising for political campaigns, grand openings, and a lot of other events. So, Contact my people over at upkeepads at gmail.com. That's U-P-K-E-E-P-A-D-S at gmail.com. Or you can give them a call, 901-701-7226. Tell them Big sent you. And we are back, my friends. We are back. It's the BTSC 365 Podcast, man. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Wherever you're tuning in. So, real quick, like, I know we're talking the Western Conference playoffs and who's in it. And I started by saying, hey, playoffs have been pretty entertaining without LeBron. I mean, Joker, Damian Lillard, Embiid, we're going to get to them in a second here. KD putting up stupid numbers, Kawhi doing his thing. But earlier in April, Irving Magic Johnson stepped down from the Lakers organization as the president of basketball operations. And people have been wondering, well, you know, did he tell LeBron? Did he not tell LeBron? How did this go? So LeBron on his episode of The Shop that dropped last week, which was shot on uh, April 11th, him and Zoe kind of spoke about it. Check it out. Magic, step down. What was that? How did you find that? Yeah, what was that process? Uh, not like? through him. You found out Magic stepped down through him. Yeah, Ken Locker. Yeah, and I found, out from, I found out from Randy. Between my stretching session, my right hand comes to me and say, Ma- Magic just stepped down. And I'm like, man, get the fuck out of my face. You bullshit. <laughs> I go check my phone. I look at it. The shit happened. Personally, for me, I came here 
to be a part of the Lakers organization, having a conversation with Magic. So it was just weird for him to just be like, I'm out of here. And not even have no, like, hey, Bron, kiss my ass, I'm gone. It, it's not, it, it wasn't even that. Yeah, but it was different for me. Like, like when I was, I was like, damn, this shit crazy. <laughs> and I took a minute, and I was like, yo, cool, what we doing tonight? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so as you can see, it was two different perspectives on that, you know. Brian was like, damn, bro, you know, I came here after having a convo. What's the business? You know, we all know Brian was coming anyway. L.A. Brian, he was on his way anyway. But Zoe was like, damn, shit crazy. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey, my nigga, what we doing tonight, bro? Shit, shit, hell. That's done. What, what the business is? But nah, man, that was pretty telling to hear how LeBron put it. Like, bro, he could at least told me. Hey, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? He ain't even tell him that. But Magic already said, look, man, I make decisions when I want to make them, however I want to make them. Sometimes that's how you got to do it. As a man, I understand because it be times where I just want to, you know, not tell nobody my next move, which a lot of times I do. It's better that way sometimes. It make you feel good. It give you a peace of mind. So I ain't going to say he owed it to LeBron to be like, hey, I'm out. I mean, he didn't even tell the person who signed his check. So, if he didn't tell the person who signed his check and they had to find out through the media like everybody else, then, you know, LeBron's just another motherfucker at that time. Like, he's just another another person. Like, shit, I ain't got to tell LeBron, hell. I ain't even told Jeannie. And we cool. I've been knowing Jeannie 40 years damn near. You know what I'm saying? Actually, hold on. 20, 40 years. I've been knowing Jeannie 40 years. So, yeah, he was he wasn't tripping. He wasn't tripping off that. And they probably hadn't spoke since then, but hell, I'm sure Magic would be at the team practices this summer and everything else. He already been talking to Palenka and talking to Jeannie. So it is what it is. LeBron ain't tripping too much no more. I'm sure he was probably tripping for about a day or two. But after that, eh, whatever. It's cool. I'm sure he alright. Yo, if you feeling this episode or any other episode, I want you to go ahead and hit that like button. And also, make sure you hit the subscribe button or the follow button. I don't care if you listening to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, wherever it may be. Show your boy some love. And hey, write a review too. You dig? Everybody needs them five stars out there. You hear me? I ain't just talking about Uber and Lyft. <laughs> Hey, it's the BTSE 365 Podcast. We got more coming up for you. You did. Now let's get back into this NBA playoff talk. It's the Eastern Conference second round of playoffs, man. And yesterday, look, the 76ers and Raptors are playing in a heavyweight fight right now. Like, I know I'm loving this Portland and Denver series, but this Raptors and 76ers series is very interesting. Because you had Joel Embiid come out and have an ignorant-ass game three, right? But then game four, he come out and, and, hell, I don't know where he at. He came out, what he had, two for seven? Really? Eight rebounds, 11 points, five turn. no, how many turn? two turnovers? Uh, Tobias Harris, 40 minutes. Or, nah, yeah, 41 minutes, 16 points. He was 7 for 23. 
Jimmy Butler and Ben Simmons were the only one, and J.J. Reddick, 50% or better. J.J. went four for seven from three. Jimmy went three for seven from three. Tobias Harris went two for 13 from three. He shot 23 shots. He went seven for 23. Jimmy went nine for 18 overall with 29 points, 11 rebounds. Like, where y'all at, man? Ben Simmons, where you at? Ten shots, two steals, no turnovers, but, hey, bro, you got you to gotta do better than that. You just have to. Now, off that bench, it's an eight-man rotation. Greg Monroe, one for four. Mike Scott, 0 for three. Like, come on, guys. But but old Kawhi Leonard, the claw. <laughs> 43 minutes, he dropped 39 points, 14 rebounds, and five assists. And he was 13 for 20. That's an efficient night. Five for seven from three-point. Eight for seven from the line. He didn't have no steals and no blocks, and he had seven turnovers. Ooh, boy. But guess what? When you drop 39 and 14 and five, you can have them seven turnovers because they won. <laughs> hey, that's all that matters. Did they get the W at the end of the game? So, with that being said, the other supporting cast, quote, unquote, whew, my goodness. Ibaka showed up with 12 and nine. He played 32 minutes. Three blocks. But this uh Fred Van Vliet in seven minutes, 0 for 2. Kyle Lowry, 41 minutes on the floor. Hmm. The boo-boo. 14.6 rebounds, seven assists, six for 13, two for six from three, one turnover, three for five. Now, some people say, man, that ain't boo-boo. He getting paid all that damn money. That's boo-boo. That's boo-boo. Marcus Gasol went 7 for 13, 16 points, 5 rebounds, 39 minutes. Danny Green, 11 points. I mean, hey, he, he, he just out there for defense and shooting. He dropped two steals. I mean, he took two steals, 8 for 8 from the free throw line. Like, come on, y'all. Do you want Kawhi to stay? If you, if you think he going to stay. With this shit, Kyle Lowry, I don't know who they can trade him to, but they need to trade his ass as soon as the season over with. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out right now. In my head, I'm like, dang, who could they even trade him to? Like, who would want the boy? Orlando? New Orleans? I mean, if, if Kimba Walker go away, would, would the Bobcats want him? I mean, I keep calling the Bobcats. Would the Hornets want him? Like, seriously. Who would want the boy? Detroit? I don't know, man. That's, I mean, Dwayne Casey is his old coach. But you got to get rid of him. You got to. Kawhi balling out. Balling out despite of. He got him in the series. I still got Toronto going to the championship. So, you know, that's if Kyle Lowry ever wake up. He got to wake up. Just like these, just like tonight. Oh, tonight, Milwaukee and Boston. They playing right now as I record. Boston up seven, but it's the first quarter. You know, Boston tends to get up and then – Milwaukee just make that little run. They make that little run. So, we're going to see. Giannis been doing his thing out there ever since game one when they got blown out and 
They were like, well, do you need to make any changes? And Giannis was just like, nah, we got to keep doing what we're doing. We're going to make some shake. And they done made some shake. They done won two straight. So, after being down 0-1, they done came out. I don't know where Jason Tatum at. I don't know where he at. Because Milwaukee playing great team defense, too. That gets overshadowed a lot. And Malcolm Brogdon ain't even out there. He like a catalyst out there. X Factor. And they doing well without him. So, you know, we shall see, man. We shall see. I'm, I'm loving the playoffs, though. I'm loving everything about it. It's bringing out the best or the worst in a lot of people. So, I'm ready to see how this thing unfold. I'm going to be right back to wrap up the show. Got a little bit just to touch on real quick. Want to send my condolences out there to, to some to a to an important person to the culture. It's the BTSE three sixty five podcast. Be right back. You dig? Memphis ten, Memphis ten. What's happening? Look, check it out. If you out there and you looking for a new hairstylist, look no more. My good friends over at Hair Major got you covered. I'm talking. Look, they got your natural hairstyles, your braids, your extensions. Haircuts, shaves, and hair color. So, if you're on the ground, follow them right now. Hair Major. That's right. Hair, M-A-E, underscore J-O-R. Or if you want to book an appointment, go to hairmajor.as.me. That's hair, M-A-E-J-O-R, dot A-S, dot M-E. And if you're still just on the book, facebook.com forward slash hair major. Major spelled M-A-E-J-O-R. You will not, shall not be disappointed. And make sure when you book your appointment, let them know Big sent you. Now, I know I got a lot of Memphis listeners, so I know Memphis, Tennessee in the building. Hair Major, located in Cordova, Tennessee. Book your appointments today. Tell them Big sent you, man. I'm out. Peace. Hey, hey, we back, we back, we back. Uh, two things, man. First of all, I don't know where I've been or how I've been thinking. I completely forgot, and this on me, especially seeing as how I was so close to the situation. Um, a couple of weeks ago here in Nashville, Antioch, it was the one year uh, we commemorated the one year, I don't even want to call it anniversary, but uh, I guess that's what you would have to call it, Um of the uh, Waffle House shooting. For those who might be listening, who forgot about it or didn't know what I was talking about, it was when some guy, uh, I don't even want to, I didn't I didn't remember his name. The, I don't remember the shooter's name. Let me see. I'm, I'm going to find it for you, though. But some guy decided to go into a Waffle House it was about 2 in the morning, and he killed, murdered four people. His name was, what was his name? What was his name? I don't even, they, they're not even giving me his name. The gunman, that's all they call him, the gunman. He opened fire, he killed four people. Like, that's wild, man. Killed four people at the Waffle House with an AR-15. If it wasn't for James Shaw Jr., who knows how many more he would have killed. And James Shaw, you know, y'all have seen him all over MTV, 
uh, movie awards, uh, BET awards, I believe. Hip hop, I don't know. He been everywhere. I don't want to misquote where he been, but he been everywhere. He on the front of magazines. He doing his thing because even he's admitted, you know, he wasn't thinking about being a hero. He was trying to save himself, but in the midst of saving himself, he saved everybody else that was in there. He was either fight or flight. Fight or flight. So, and that was right up the street from where I reside. So it was, it was definitely a, Something else, uh, and and of course, oh, the guy's name is Trevor Rankin. Rankin, that's his name. He literally lived in my apartment complex, like right across from me. He pled not guilty on seventeen charges. He waived his appearance in a courtroom. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's some serious man. He he's in a. I think he's gonna be in an, an insanity defense. Say his mental state at the time of the shooting. Hmm. He's been in a mental institute, saying he suffered from untreated schizophrenia. Now they saying he was deemed competent to face the charges. We shall see, man. They better not get this shit wrong. Better not get this shit wrong, man. <sighs> Crazy. But I had to make sure I did my due diligence to talk about that because I it clear it just slipped my mind a couple weeks ago. It just slipped my mind. Now, I want to give a shout-out to Martellus Bennett, former NFL player, got a Super Bowl championship with the Patriots. He's on his fourth book, I believe, now. He's a best-selling author, too, so has a book out called Dear Black Boy, and it's just giving giving young black kids the the space to be free, to, to, to be imaginative, and just be yourself. You know, every character in the book, all the characters in the books don't always look like us, so it's cool to get a chance to see him do his thing. So if you got time, Google that. Dear Black Boy. That's what it's called. Dear Black Boy. Also, real quick before I get out of here, uh, RIP to John Singleton, the director who gave us Higher Learning. Uh, what else? Boys in the Hood. He gave us Poetic Justice. Man, Hustle and Flow, Baby Boy, Shaft, Black Snake Moan, Beverly Hills Cop 3. I mean, he was a, he had a brilliant mind, man. He had a brilliant mind. Suffered a stroke and passed away. So for all my people out there with high blood pressure, including myself, we got to take care of ourselves, black man, black woman. My mother passed from a stroke, from complications from a stroke, hypertension as they call it. My pops, he didn't have a stroke. You know what I'm saying? You dig? So we got to, uh, we got to take care of ourselves, man. We got to do better with that. Got to do better. So not just high blood pressure, but if you own medications, take your medication until your health get to where you ain't got to take them no more. So do take the proper steps to where you ain't got to take that poison. You hear what I said? Take the proper steps so you ain't got to take that no more. So that's all I got for y'all today. I appreciate y'all listening. Follow your boy on IG and Twitter at BTSE underscore 365. I'm out. Subscribe, like, share, follow, 
tell a friend to tell a friend, tell a mama to tell a son, a cousin, a auntie, whatever. I'm out this piece. Y'all be easy. Be blessed. Love somebody today. Hug somebody today. BTSE 365. <laughs>